Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your favorite quarterback hater, Robert Mathis, and you're listening to the For the Culture Podcast. This is the For the Culture Podcast. I'm your host, Luke Diamond, with my man, Jason Spears. Big payday for the Colts defensive tackle, Grover Stewart, yesterday, inking a three-year, $30.75 million contract to remain with the Colts through the 2023 season. I personally could not be happier for Grover Stewart, a fifth round pick out of Albany State back in 2017, Ballard's first draft with the Colts, so a small school guy, a fifth round pick between 2017 and 18, he played in 30 of 32 games, was a healthy scratch in the two games he didn't dress, only made one start last year, makes 13 starts, dresses and plays and plays very well starting in that one tech role and then this year becoming the full-time starter in that role playing next to DeForest Buckner and they have become arguably the best defensive tackle tandem in the National Football League and both guys Buckner signed for the next four years Stewart signed for the next three years and we're going to have Grover Stewart playing next to DeForest Buckner for at least the next three seasons and that should bring a smile to every Colt fan's face because we've seen bad defensive tackle play in Indianapolis that is now a thing of the past thanks to Chris Ballard finding a player like Grover Stewart in the fifth round back in 2017 who's just gotten better and better every year he's been in Indianapolis. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure I've ever been more happy for a kid than this guy. He obviously came in as a, a fifth-round pick out of a small school, and all he's done from day one is work his tail off. And the thing I love about Chris Ballard is if you work your ass off and you play well, he will reward you. And this guy is, is great off the field, great on the field. Just an, I mean, I love Grover, man. He's one of my favorite Colts. He might be one of my favorite Colts. I love his attitude. I love the way he plays. He's got a nonstop motor. He's really coming to his own under Flus this year. Just an outstanding player. And, and putting him next to Buck, that combination is killer, man. I, I don't know if there's a better duo in the league. They're comparable with anybody and competitive with anybody. I love him. I love his attitude. He deserves this the, the money. Players like him that really rep the organization to the fullest and in the right way and then on the field do the right things and do it the right way and work their way. I mean, he worked his way from the ground up, like you said. He's a healthy scratch a couple times. He's worked his way up, started a few games, or I think you said one and then then 13, I think you said, and then now he started every game this year. He's worked his butt off. These are the type of guys you want on your team, guys that know what it is to work, that are driven to get better, that don't accept you know, where they are, they see where they could go with hard work. And I think, I think, I really believe Grover saw that and he worked his butt off and Fluce has worked with him and those D-line coaches have worked with him. And he's just outstanding, man. He's so fun to watch. He's so active. He never gives up on a play. He's one of those guys on our defense and they're, and we have a lot, a lot of them. They play hard for 60 minutes and they don't take plays off ever. So I couldn't be happier for a guy than Amford Grover. He's earned every penny of that money. I'm excited for the future of our defense with those two guys in the middle. And, Luke, it's crazy to me. Every every weakness that I've ever said the Colts had, within a year, Chris Ballard has turned that weakness into one of the strengths of the team. It's truly amazing. And, man, I'm pumped to have those two guys next to each other for at least the next three years. That's awesome news. I'm excited about it. Big Grover, a big part of what we do, and uh, I'm, I'm so pumped for him and his family. Great kid, great teammate, great player, great off the field, just great all around. Great news for Colt fans everywhere and great news for him. I'm so happy for him. 
Me too. I could not be happier for Grover Stewart. Grover Stewart actually shares an agent with Komoko Terai, so I met him. He's a great guy, so I'm happy for pretty much every party involved. Grover, Grover's family, the Colts. I think this is a great deal for the Colts because you get a great player now locked up for the next three years who plays next to another great player. So you have both of them in Buckner and Grover locked up for at least the next three years. I think Buckner has a fourth year on there. So you have arguably, in my opinion, the best defensive tackle tandem in the National Football League playing next to each other for the next three years, which three years is an eternity in the National Football League. So that's great. So the Colts should be happy. Grover should be happy. Grover's family should be happy. The agents should be happy. And then us as fans should be happy for all the same reasons because a great guy who works his tail off each and every day comes from a small school. He gets his big payday, so we should be happy about that. We should be happy about the tandem being together for the next couple of years in Buckner and Grover. And he makes our defense and he makes this team better. And those are all reasons why, as fans, we should be happy. It's a good amount of money, but it's not back-breaking. It's not going to set the organization back and prevent us from re-signing Leonard or re-signing Nelson. So it's team-friendly enough to the point where it's not going to work out and we're going to lose other guys in the process. Like We might lose guys like Anthony Walker and guys like that, but we're not going to lose any of the big guns. We're not going to lose Darius Leonard over re-signing Grover Stewart. So as fans, we should be happy. The team should be happy. Ballard should be happy. One about, I mean, my opinion, Jason, Ballard's best pick, period, wow. in terms of value. Not in terms of best play. Like, obviously, Quentin Nelson is the best player he drafted. But you drafted Quentin Nelson sixth overall. You drafted Grover Stewart, who could be a pro bowler this year, could be an all-pro this year, in the fifth round out of, Albany State. So when you just take the school, when you take the prospect, when you take the round, when you take all that into consideration and you just look at the value of who you got, where you got them, where you got them from, and the year you drafted them. You drafted them in 2017. So Ballard just got to Indianapolis. He got the job on January 29th. And then you turn around in late April and you make this selection after missing on your first round pick in hooker, after missing on your second round pick in Quincy Wilson, you draft this guy Grover Stewart in the fifth round. So he's not the best player that Chris Ballard's drafted. There's multiple guys ahead of him, but in terms of value, in terms of where you drafted him, the school you drafted him out of the name of the player, because the name on the back of the Jersey, he was not a household name coming out of college. And when you take all that into consideration, I think the argument could be made that it's Ballard's most impressive and best value pick. Definitely, it's definitely arguable for sure. I, I the thing the thing that I love about this this deal and just the future, looking at the future. Obviously, I do not think Flus is going to be here next year. I think he's going to get a head coaching job. But the positive that I see with this deal and with these two players, Grover and and, and Buck signed is that the strength of our defense is always going to be up the middle. We've got, we've got all young players, Kari, Julian, Darius, Oak, all those guys, plus now we've got the two tackles. And they're all not even in their prime yet. Like the two, I think the two defensive tackles are entering their primes, but those other guys, they're still not even into their prime yet. So we've got this young defense that's already in the top five. And it's only now just, in my opinion, I mean, Blackman's going to get better. You know that. Willis yep. is going to get better. Oak's going to get better. D 
Darius is already playing at an, a Pro Bowl level. I mean, an All Pro level. Excuse me. Rock. And if we, yeah, Rock. I mean, all these guys, all these young players, Kenny Moore. I mean, it's just this defense is going to be good for a while. And if we ever get an edge rusher that can consistently get to the quarterback, you are not going to want to play us. I don't care who you are because we're built. I mean, we are just built for anything. I mean, we've got speed all over the field. We've got power in the middle. We've got the ability to run. Our linebackers have the ability to run. If you, we're, we're really one elite edge rusher away from being not just a good defense, a, a great defense. I mean, just a defense no one wants to play. And I don't think anybody really wants to play us now. But now that you, you've got Grover signed, and he's to me, he's just now – entering his prime and we're seeing how much of a difference he makes and and you throw buck in there i mean it's just the future for our defense is so bright it's i'm, I'm so pumped up it sucks that we're probably gonna lose you know flus because i love flus but he's earned it he's earned a head coaching opportunity hopefully whoever comes in here will be able to you know continue on what he's done but as far as the the the, the talent and personnel in our defense ballard's done an outstanding job and all these guys I mean, these young guys, they can all play, and I'm so pumped that Grover got that deal because the future's bright for this Indianapolis Colts defense. Yep, and the last thing I'll say is not if but when. This contract was not if but when. We knew he would eventually get re-signed in Indianapolis. There was never a doubt that we were going to re-sign him. I never saw Grover even testing the market leaving Indianapolis. I never thought that was a question. I always thought he would be back, so it was all about when. Today's the day. We resign him. Three years, $30.75 million. God bless Grover Stewart. Same thing with Coach Eberflus. It's not if, it's when. When he gets a head coaching job, it's coming, and it's coming sooner rather than later. But even when Flus leaves and he becomes a head coach, and God bless him, good for him. He deserves it. He's worked his ass off to get to this point and to have a top five defense in the National Football League and to eventually become a head coach. When you look at these coaches and you look at their Wikipedias and where they started and their coaching tree and defensive backs and D-line and working their way up to defensive coordinator and then eventually going off and becoming head coaches, it's a long journey. So it's not if, it's when Flus becomes a head coach and it's going to happen very soon, even when that day comes and it could come this January. And I think it probably will come this January because he's done such a stellar job with the Colts. Even when he leaves, he's implemented things and he's taught guys stuff in Indianapolis that will resonate for a very long time. So his footprint, his stamp his whatever you want to call it, is all over up and down this defense from Darius Leonard to Julian Blackman to even DeForest Buckner, who just got here. Even though he's more of a veteran, you know, he's been around. He was in San Francisco. We've seen improvements in his game. And then Grover, who was really more of a project coming out of a small school, everything Flus was able to do for him. And then even some of the older guys, you look at Justin Houston coming here. They thought he was done in Kansas City. He had 10 sacks last year, still productive this year. Not as productive as last year, but still productive. And then what about Xavier Rhodes? You look at Xavier Rhodes, everybody said he was done. When he was in Minnesota, comes here, Eberflus gets the most out of him. And then you can look at some undrafted guys like Kenny Moore. And the list just goes on and on and on. But from a development, a player development standpoint, and then also from a schematic standpoint, and then whoever the next DC is, let's say they're in-house. Let's say it's the D-line coach or the corner coach. Or let's just say it's a guy in-house that has been groomed and 
kind of prepared for the next DC role by Flus. His footprint, his stamp is all over this defense, not just now while he's here, but when he moves on and he becomes a head coach, his stamp is on this defense where we'll be saying thank you after we have, let's say we have the number one defense in the league in 2022. We're going to thank Chris Ballard for the incredible talent he brought to Indianapolis, but we're also going to remember in 2018, 19, and 20 how great Matt Eberflus was and everything he did for this defense, including a guy and especially a guy like Grover Stewart coming out of a small school like Albany State. He's not coming out of Alabama or Clemson or Ohio State. He's coming out of a small school, which isn't a knock on him as a player. But when you come out of a school like that, there's going to be more work to do. And I give Grover a ton of credit for getting that work done and doing it and working his ass off. But also the coach and Coach Flus, who was able to work with him and really get the most out of his player and players, plural, because Flus has gotten the most out of so many players on this defense in Indianapolis. Yeah, absolutely. And Grover's a great example of that. He's clearly learned, and, and, and Flus has clearly done a great job with him in development. The thing I love about Flus, he's not a, only a great leader, but he's a great teacher. And you can tell that by the way our guys play. They all play fast. They're all really technically good tacklers, very technically sound players, which means they're being taught very well, and that's something that I think Luce doesn't get a lot of credit for, but I think his ability to, to develop young players is going to serve him well wherever he goes. It certainly serves him well here. Ballard's done an outstanding job drafting the right guys, and Luce has done an outstanding job developing these talented guys, and Grover Stewart might be the best example of that. And guys are getting paid because of the time, effort, and energy that Matt Eberflus has put into teaching these young guys how to play the game. And, and I, would, I would guess that Grover Stewart would tell you Matt Eberflus is a big, big reason for this, for this payday for him. So I'm, more, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm so excited. We get him back. I never thought he'd leave, but, I mean, just having him back and knowing he's going to be back is great, and I'm extremely, extremely happy for him, proud of him as a player, the way he's developed and went from kind of a guy that was fringe to somebody that we we depend on now. He's he, with if we don't have Grover Stewart out there, that's a big loss. So I'm really pumped. I'm excited. He's going to be with us. Him and Buck together, man. It's going to be fun to watch for the next three years. Yep, and that's all we got. That's my man Jason Spears. I'm your host Luke Diamond. Congratulations to Grover Stewart. Nice payday. Three years, thirty point seven five million dollars. And we'll be back tonight to wrap up Colts Titans right here on the For the Culture Podcast.